0: but all year long.
1: That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
0: That's right. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Throw out everything you know about marriage. Because if you tailor-make your marriage to someone else's expectations, you are destined to fail.
1: Deadass. And I'm slowly realizing that within my own marriage, I have to kind of redefine what it is for us. And it's an ongoing process. I don't think we're ever really done.
2: That ass.
1: Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm Deval. And we're the Ellis's.
0: You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys.
1: And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy.
0: Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. All right, story time. This story time, I'm going to take y'all way, way back.
1: How far back? Because I'm be giving away my age and shit.
0: To September, mm-hmm. Canarsie, the Flossie. <laughs> September woo. 1993. You know, woo. The whoop. The whoop. It too crazy. September 1993. Eight year old Deval Ellis. Aww. Just got out of PS279.
1: With your big ears. Yes, my big ears.
0: Had to go get. <laughs> My six-year-old brother, Brian Ellis, from his class and walk home. We had just moved to Canarsie from Flatbush. Flatbush! Bullet, bullet, yo. Shout out. So I had to get my brother from PS279 and we had to walk home. It's my first time ever walking home. I'm eight, he's six. And our neighbor at the time who was eight was supposed to meet me. And we were supposed to be home at a certain time so I can call my parents and let them know that I got home. At the time, my neighbor got out, first day of school, he's playing, he's, eight. he's playing, completely forgot that he was supposed to meet us to go walk home, and was playing somewhere. Didn't know where he was, so I start walking. Start walking, 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 walking. I end up on Flatlands Avenue. Flatlands Avenue is a four-lane street. There's trucks. It's a little bit more of a commercial street. Busy. See, it's busy. I see buildings. I'm walking, I'm walking. I walk past uh, Brookline Projects. And I'm starting to realize that I'm nowhere near where I'm supposed to be. I got my six year old brother in my hand. There's trucks passing by, there's kids, high school kids running by. And I'm nervous and I'm scared. And I'm saying to myself, Dang, I don't I don't know how to get home. So You
1: didn't pull out your cell phone?
0: <laughs> this was nineteen ninety-three. I didn't <laughs> Just have no kidding. cell phone <laughs> at eight, like these kids do nowadays. So I turn to left, I start walking down, I start walking down, and one of my classmates uh, parents, I saw my classmate, Brandon Guarneri, and I saw his mom. They were in the car. And I was like, hey, can you tell me how to get back to, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, sure, hop in. So I get in the car with Brandon and his mom, and they drop us off at home. And we finally made it home. And um, in that moment, I had decided, like being scared like that and holding my brother's hand. And, and I remember my brother looking at me on Flatlands Avenue. He looked up at me and said, we lost, aren't we? And I had to say at that point, nah, we're not lost. We're not lost. I remember in that that moment saying, when I get married and I have kids, I don't want my wife to work because someone got to be home to take care of my kids. So I'm I'm about to bless y'all with some karaoke vocals. Are
1: you really? We're yes. talking about like holy matrimony, like we normally do.
0: I don't know all the words because like we. But you I know, know the tunes. Married. So I'm gonna.
1: I can I can help you out with it.
0: All right, you ready, baby?
2: Ready. Me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. If there's a question of my love, you You got it. Don't belong to anyone but you. That was
1: a question of my heart now. And if there's a question of my (laughs) love,
2: you got got it.
1: it. Baby, don't worry. I I got plans
2: plans for you. you.
1: Yeah. Hey. Baby, I've been making plans, thinking plans. Oh, baby, baby I... that's my song. That I love, song. That song. love that song. When it first came out, you were like, oh, oh I'll admit it. Can oh, we be my... pathetic? <laughs> <laughs> so, never been to a wedding. When I heard that, I was like, who's never been to a wedding before? But there are actually people who like they have never been to weddings before. Yeah.
0: And you so, wanted to have a whole nother wedding when that song came out.
1: I did. Was it? Yes. What year did that come out? I forget. Might have been. I want to get married every year. Why not? We should have weddings every
0: year. I don't want to go broke every year. (laughs) That's
1: why. All right. So today we are talking about redefining marriage. Yes. You know, and I said in my soundbite that I did not know that. Well, there's a lot that I didn't know about marriage that I have admitted and I've spoken about um, very openly on this podcast. However, When we did kind of grasp the concept of marriage in general, Deval and I, I didn't realize that we would constantly at different points in our marriage have to then restructure, Mm -hmm. chop and screw, pick out some things, throw out others, and then refocus on what we wanted our marriage to look like, what being married to each other was going to entail on a day-to-day basis, Um, and where we are today. I mean, we've talked about our relationship over the past 18 years. We've talked about being married for 10 and then also to approaching what was supposed to be our vow renewal, which is kind of like a okay, now that we kind of have a little bit of this down pat and we kind of understand where we are when when it comes to marriage, we also learn that we're still like daily learning more things about each other like how much more can you learn about somebody after knowing them for 18 years when you think you know everything also to working through and evolving through changes that happen individually and changes that happen when you put kids into the picture and careers and all that um my most recent thing is adjusting to deval the actor who is now um working Mm full-time pretty much has been in and out of atlanta Since July, safe to say, now that everything is back up and running for the most part. Lots of COVID protocols are in place. So productions are happening, which we're thankful for. Like, we can never really um, be upset about that. But, you know, just little things. Like, I have a little mini story time after the story time about me being home, holding down the fort with Mimi and the boys and everything. And that you know, in Atlanta. And he has days where he's completely off with nothing to do. And then he has other days where he's on set all day. And this one particular day. I had taken the boys out for a little bit. It was a nice day. I said, let's get some fresh air. Took him out, you know, took him to this little pond. We got to see some fish and turtle, came back home, sent val pictures like, hey, babe, you know, sorry, you're not here for this, but here's what we're doing. And um, because I always want to make him feel like he's a part of things, even though he's not here physically. And then I got home and was like, all right, babe, I'm going to get the boys together, dinner, this, that, and the third. And then I went to call him. There's a time difference, clearly, with the East and the West Coast time. And it was, like, almost 1 o'clock his time, but it was, like, almost 10 o'clock my time. But that's when I got the boys situated for bed, this, that, and the third. And your boy was mad. Like, Pissed. your boy had a whole attitude, like, you ain't calling me back. You said you was going to FaceTime me. And I'm here by myself. And I'm thinking to myself, are you picking a fight? Did you not understand that this was the life that you signed up for? That your chances are when you're filming, you're going to have to be away from your family at some points. Um, And we're doing the best that we can over here to hold shit down for you while you can have a clear mind and act. And you can act in peace. But it was just funny because I laughed at myself. And I'm like, look at that. I'm married to this big baby. It
0: ain't funny. That just misses his family. And he's throwing a tantrum
1: because I ain't Facetime him back.
0: It's it's not funny. This is is where we still have disconnects. Mm -hmm. Cadino say... DaVal, call me back when you get done. You know what DaVal does? Call her back when I get done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: DaVal will say, Kadine call me back when you get done. Five hours will go by and she'll be like, oh, well, I got busy doing other things. You didn't it's have five minutes. Things, you, didn't have, you didn't have five minutes. To but DaVal, if you me. saw Answer five. Answer the question. You do this all the time. <laughs> You do this all the time. Did you have five minutes to FaceTime me back and say, Hey babe, I'm stuck doing stuff. Can I just call you later?
1: I probably could have. Okay,
0: but you didn't I probably That's could the point. Have. And that's the point. And i would be
1: getting caught up in the that's wash. That's doing stuff with the kids. That's inconsiderate. And then at that point, if you were worried, you could have been like, damn, it's been like two, three hours I ain't here from Kadine. What if I was hemmed up somewhere with the kids? You
0: that's my point. And on me. That's my point. And and this is always my it goes back to the same thing with you calling me when you get places. Mm-hmm. You do not do what you say you're going to do.
1: I don't do it consistently enough. And, but the way people been disappearing, I have to make sure I do that shit now.
0: And then, then to me, that's why it's inconsiderate. Because if something bothers me, mm-hmm. you'll call me a baby. <laughs> but I'm supposed to adhere to all of your emotions and trust and and, and be, be uh, willing to deal with everything that you go through physically, mentally, and emotionally. I have to be understanding. <laughs> I have to be all the time. Listen. But if I'm going through something... Oh, he's a baby. Listen. He's a, that's not fair. That's listen. not fair. That's All right. Not fair. Did, you,
1: did you just shake your finger that's not, at me? I shook
0: my finger at you. You
1: shook my finger. Look, listen, we don't fair. have video for this episode today, but it's okay. DeVal shook his finger at me, y'all.
0: This All Because I'm she saying be doing. is that he
1: was trying to pick a fight because he knew that when he saw me, it was going to be on and popping and he was going to have to make up for him being in a bad mood. It's fine. You can pick fights while you're away. I know you, I know how you move right now.
0: Guys, wives don't listen.
1: But that's how I be learning. I, I be learning stuff in this marriage as, <laughs> we, as we evolve.
0: Wives don't listen <laughs> they just make up whatever they want to make I'm up I'm just saying I'm and just over
1: here trying to be Could you imagine? It hold all. on,
0: hold on. Could you imagine me being away by myself? About to leave set. And me saying, "Yo, I'm gonna call you when I get home." And then 5 hours go by and I don't call you, you would be pissed. And then on top of that, you would be like, "Oh no, you fine. Go ahead. Go ahead with your little friends." <laughs> go ahead with your little friends you, you know you know fun the friends your always friends. gotta be
1: little i know? was in the
0: shower like, <laughs>
1: gotta, for five hours <laughs> you're right i'll be on the first thing smoking. so back to your story time yes so that that idea of you wanting your wife to be home when your children were coming home from school or whatever the case may be that's something that was embedded in you as an eight-year-old you were like i just don't want this to be the, i don't want my children to experience what i experienced in this moment so i'm gonna find a wife who wants to be home with her kids
0: so now and this is important when you meet people, right? Don't just meet them at the surface and meet them where they are. If you're thinking about long-term with a spouse, you have to meet their family, know who they were as a child, because a lot of the things that happened to them as a child will create the uh, the person
2: who Oh, everything. Are. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? And I don't think people... The good, put, bad, and the ugly.
0: Right. I don't think people put enough um, impetus on that part of it. And, and the reason why I told that story is because societal views and pressures did not create this gender thing for me where i wanted my wife to be home because i feel like women need to be home it created it for me because it was traumatic for me to be lost on flatlands avenue with my six-year-old brother and not know where to go Mm -hmm. you know i was lucky to kind of make a left turn and head that way and see brandon's mom to drop me but had i not and i kept walking the wrong direction who knows where i would have ended up and this is not a knock on my parents because socioeconomically both my parents had to work. Right, like so, mine. you know, And this was a different time back in the 90s. So I was a latchkey kid and I had to get home by myself. So it's not a knock on my parents. But going through that part of my life made me realize what was important for me as a child. And then also in the summer times when my grandfather and my grandmother watched us for eight weeks, my grandfather went out and worked. My grandmother was at home. So when we had to go to the Boys and Girls Club, she dropped us, picked us up. When we had to go uh, to to the roller skating ring for parties, she dropped us and picked us up. When things happened in the community at that time, I was never concerned about what was going to happen because my grandmother was going to be there to be my advocate at some point and always make sure we got to where we wanted to get to and get back home. So For me, having that person to take care of my children was important. It really had nothing to do with society's views of, mm-hmm. that is just what I saw. Right. My grandmother took care of us in the summertime when my grandfather worked, and then Brandon Guarneri's mom mm-hmm. made sure that we got home from school properly, right. Right. all the way through middle school. So
1: no, I hear you.
0: for me, that was, and it's important for me, the reason why I told that story is because going through that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: now it's like, okay, when I get married, I want, to, I want a woman that's gonna do that. Then mm-hmm. I meet this woman who's outspoken, master's degree, Uh, has all of these career aspirations and it's like, oh, shoot, I didn't even think about this.
1: Right. Exactly. Because then you also think about the woman that you're attracted to and that that's someone who was out there doing a bunch of stuff, which was me juggling mad things, you know, which I tend to do. And yeah, then you have to decide, all right, well, what makes more sense? Right. What is she willing to do? What does she want to do? And then that opens up another can of worms of discussion mm-hmm. when we talk about what we want as parents you know yep. because you always talk about what you want out of a spouse but then you also have the conversation of what you're looking for when you want to co-parent and make children with Ooh, someone
2: That is the truth. That is um, the truth. you know and it
1: also talks about gender roles I mean gender roles is a, a, a huge debated topic I think for years um, and as gender roles progress and society continues to change the importance of marriage and, and the family structure has changed with it as well so you talked about your parents the socioeconomic impact that had both parents having to work you know at that time and then also going from like non-traditional weddings love stories that started on an app to more women being the breadwinner in the w- breadwinner in their household you know so there's so many things that are changing the dyna- the dynamics of um millennial marriage are changing the way that married life works and uh, millennials i think are responsible for the shrinking divorce rate yes That's interesting. Um, So we're going to talk about like what makes our relationship and many other relationship marriages, I guess the millennial versions of it, what makes those goals and what makes those divorce rates lower? Is it that people are just deciding not to get married? No. At a quicker rate, or they're more cautious entering marriage, so then when they do get married, they decide not to divorce. Are more conversations being had amongst millennial couples where they can then voice their opinions about what's happening within the marriage? I feel like there's a lot of things to I think like, unpack.
0: I think there's a change happening amongst educated men and women mm-hmm. who have decided that how they design their marriage is not going to be the 50s. Mm-hmm. Right? So me, for example— I still want that lifestyle for my kids to have one of their parents' home, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: right? I'm not going to stay at home. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, regardless of what people think about gender roles, my wife is the vessel of life for our legacy and our boys. I'm going to go out and work, right? But that doesn't mean I'm going to tell my wife, you have to stay home with the kids. At that point, that's when my mind changed. And my mind said, you know what? Rather than trying to create a life style that's so big that my wife can just stay home i'm going to create a lifestyle that's going to give my wife autonomy to make decisions about her life Mm -hmm. so she can decide whether she wants to stay at home or go out and work so building in the flexibility was a big thing
1: for us absolutely when we decided that we wanted to have children because we both knew that okay if we were locked into a job that required us to be at this place for a certain time frame then that completely takes away from us the ability Mm. to control our schedule. So even when I worked at Mac Cosmetics years ago, you know, there is a bit of flexibility with the schedule where you can, you know, if you have something going on, you can close or you can open, and there's a little bit of that. But ultimately, it's retail, and you have to be there the holiday time. (laughs) It's crazy, you know. So that was probably one of my unhappiest moments when I think about my career path. I was doing it because we needed it in that moment, and it was just like, girl, we need health insurance. You got to work like DeVal was at home. Yeah, Jackson. I was home
0: with Jackson Yeah, the day. and it's
1: something that we we had to do in that moment. And but, I worked at night. Yeah, and then after knowing, like, man, this is just not going to work for me. I'm not happy. I don't feel fulfilled. I feel like I'm missing my family. I'm missing out on so much. That's when we had to reassess what my career was going to look like. So that's when I left retail and decided to freelance on my own. That way I was able to make my own schedule.
2: So,
0: And I think that we have to discuss... You know, I'm going to discuss from a man's standpoint the whole idea of being an alpha
2: mm-hmm.
0: because that's what happens in marriages. Someone, they always say someone has to be an alpha, someone has to be a beta. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like this whole idea that if you're an alpha male, you control your wife. You know what I'm saying? You're under control. You have everything under control. Mm-hmm. You control. And I think that that's starting to change mm-hmm. because what I've just realized is that being an alpha male doesn't mean that you control your wife or you control the person that you're with. Being an alpha male means that you control everything that exists around her so that she can have control over what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference. To me, the whole idea of being an alpha male and controlling your wife shows a huge insecurity. Mm -hmm. You want to control her. You want to control what she does, who she sees, where she sees. You can't be an alpha male if you're controlling. Mm -hmm. If you have insecurities, you can't be an alpha male. Right. you're just controlling
1: or just an alpha in general like I even think of just like even sex, sex same sex relationships Right. there's usually an alpha person and a beta right. but I think usually one person has to surface as that or not but I don't feel like you, you, to an extent I feel like I'm an alpha as well yeah you are but I do know we do know how to then bend when necessary yeah, to absolutely. accommodate each other no
0: absolutely but I, I do think that there's you and I have had enough conversations to decide you know what I'm going to lean on you in this time to lead Right. And you'll say, oh, I'll absolutely. lean on you on this time. Did you
1: listen to the podcast with me and the girls? No. You didn't listen to it? <laughs> I'm just Because listen, no. Because no. we you. talked about this lightly. We talked about the the the, um, the person who DM'd you and was like, oh, you know, you allowed your wife to wear this swimsuit right. and pose on the rock. Right. And the, the word that. allow, the minute I said it in a room with like three other females, they were like, what? Like everybody right. was clutching pearls and they were triggered because it's like that word allow. Right. Like how do you allow as a husband your wife to do something and that was the common consensus i think between all of us is that we were all in relationships where allow wasn't necessarily the right word it was just like if you're better equipped to do something in that moment right do it if i am i'll do it and it's literally a partnership and teamwork that goes into it there's not this level of control
0: i know that that's easy to say though but at some point there has to be a leader Mm -hmm. someone and somebody has to be willing to to follow decisions and then in the two of us it comes down to me.
1: Absolutely. It comes
0: down, And when it comes to the two of us and we're like, babe, this is what we're going to do. And
1: you're more decisive than me.
0: <laughs> way more decisive. Yeah. So you're just like, all right. And and I think a part of being a leader is knowing, and you, you and I talk about this all the time. I know how where I want to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I know how I want to go. You oftentimes know the best way to get there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So for us, that's what I figured out. Right. I'm like, I want to act. I want to do this. I mm-hmm. want to TV. I want to build this business. I want to do this all the other things that go into figuring out the best way to get there the whole analogy about directions
2: yeah
0: husband will drive he knows how to get us there but i mean he knows you know where we want to go but right. the wife will get us she'll navigate she'll navigate and, and dissect
1: the map yeah we've
0: been that way oh yeah since it works college. well for us i it used to drive works well for us and you used to navigate this was before MapQuest. this was before google's mm-hmm. uh, no no this was map quest this So yes, we used to print Google directions Google out <laughs> And you used to yell out the coordinates. And I used like, to
1: time the odometer, like, okay, we're going to yeah. watch out for this time clock. Oh, Those were the days, bruh.
0: But um, I think that that's become the new idea of marriage, mm-hmm. especially from, and I'm just speaking from a man's perspective, I'll let you speak from mm-hmm. a woman's perspective, mm-hmm. but for me, I've, I've stopped saying I want my wife to, to do this, mm-hmm. and saying I'm going to create an environment around her right. where my wife can choose what she wants to do, and then in, no matter what she chooses, I'm going to be able to be supportive. In that, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, and I, there's something very alpha about that. Because I have men who, who hit me up in DMs all the time and just like, yo, your wife do this, your wife go to work, your wife. And I'm just like, bro, whatever my wife wants to do, she has a life. Right? She has a life. If she decides tomorrow that she wants to take over the world and be Oprah, right? I'm going to support that because I, I'm confident in knowing that no matter what she does, mm-hmm. taking over the world, she's still going to be my wife. Mm-hmm. She could be Beyonce, she could be Oprah. She could be Kadeem. She's still going to be my wife. So I don't have any need to be controlling and say, stay here and take care of my kids. Mm -hmm. If that means that while she's taking over the world, I have to... Move in her mother, my mother in law, which is what we did, you right. know, so that you can go out there and, and and generate more revenue. We
1: were able to, and then that way you didn't have to sacrifice as much on your end because right. you were still able to work at the things you wanted to work at. But we knew right. that the children were taken care of, and if it couldn't be you and it couldn't be her, me, then it was going to be my mother. It was going to be
0: somebody it that was we trusted my, yeah. and we love for sure. If that means that I have to grill, that I got to make breakfast in the morning, that I got to. I'm willing to do that because if I can create this space where my wife feels comfortable living in her purpose, Mm -hmm. that to me is the best part of being married. Right. You know, it's no longer is it I'm giving my wife these rules she got to follow in order to make sure my kids are taken care of. It's more about, okay, let me see what her dreams are. Right. How can we make that and work? And
1: supporting that because, listen, women nowadays, right. we have all the dreams and all the goals. And not doing, just have them and we're just sitting around daydreaming about them. We're actually right. out there making it happen, putting one foot in front of the other. And I think that's something to definitely applaud. And I can understand how a gentleman meets a woman and sees someone who's out there doing doing so many things. You know, mm. On the converse side, I, I think about men who I've spoken to, whether it be close friends or family or whoever, that have been like, man, like... I'm trying to find a woman that can do something that's doing something, and I was like, "Well, where are you looking at?" You know, it mm-hmm. makes you really wonder what wh- where are these people, where are these right. pockets of women who are doing amazing things? Because I feel like I see it all the time, or maybe it's just because I follow those women on social media, so I feel extra inspired and motivated by women who are doing amazing things. But nowadays, women are not just you know stuck in the household; they're they're trying right. to do both, and they're doing it well, um, and doing it with the support, and sometimes without the support of a spouse. Let's look into some statistics. Um, More than 1 in 10 married millennials have a spouse who is of a different racial or ethnic background, according to Pew Research Center. Data from Pew Research Center's uh, surveys conducted in 2010 and 2011 found that female millennials are just as likely as males to say that being successful in a high-paying career or profession is a very important or even the most important thing in their life. The Male Mass Mystique, a report for the Family and Work Institute, um, indicates that 60% of fathers with two-income families said work-family conflicts are a problem.
2: Hmm.
1: And in uh, 1977, only 30% of fathers in such settings called it an issue.
0: Well, I, I, I can tell you why that is. In 1977, yeah. there weren't as many women Working. in the workplace. Yeah, so, exactly. And, and I'll, I'll speak to that. hmm it is d- a difficult thing to adjust to, right? Because if you are a traditional man, right? If you're a traditional man who says, I would like to be able to provide and protect and make sure my wife has everything at home, right? You make enough money that your wife doesn't have to work. Mm-hmm. You're busting your tail, doing, doing tons of hours to make sure everything is good at home. But then when you get home, you don't reap the benefits of a traditional household. Mm. It becomes an issue for men, and a lot when you of, say
1: reap the benefits of a traditional household what do you mean?
0: Like for example if I'm out think when you and I were together mm-hmm. right, and, and I was working 18, 16 hours because mm-hmm. I was acting and then working at the gym I was working as a mentor and then also uh, taking personal clients to mm-hmm. make sure that you didn't have to work because you wanted to be at home with Jackson mm-hmm. and I was doing all these hours to make sure the money I was paying all the bills and all the stuff but then when I come home there's no dinner
2: mm-hmm.
0: or when I come home the house is dirty mm-hmm. it's like I'm busting my tail and I, I don't mind being traditional in the sense that I don't mind taking care of all the responsibilities, mm-hmm. but then when I come home, you know, I, no one's taking care of me. That can be an issue for a guy mm-hmm. who hasn't figured out how to find a way to do all of those things and push for his wife to have her dream. Because mm-hmm. we talked about this before. You will sit at home and you would be unhappy even though you were home with your son. You were unhappy because you weren't living in your purpose. So because you weren't living in your purpose, you weren't making the home happy. Mm-hmm. So as a man, it's like, I'm doing everything I can to try to give you the things you say you want. But since you weren't living in your purpose, you weren't happy, the home wasn't happy. Right. So,
1: And then coming home to an unhappy home, it's
0: like... Right. So yeah. I'm working 16, 18 hours, and I come home to an unhappy home, it's kind of like, damn, what do I gain from this? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I started to realize that I have to find a way to not, to not just put you here at home, mm-hmm. but a, a way for you to do everything you want to do and still get what I need on home. And that was moving your, your mom in. Right. That exactly. Because then that
1: alleviated some of the day-to-day things that she takes care of that I'm like, okay, now that frees up time for me to then do right. this. Or that frees up time for us to even have a date night or, or right. something, you know. And it's funny how you, you have to think about wrapping purpose into all of this because – you know, if you're not living in your purpose, like I've said before, it's it's really difficult to understand why you're even existing. And it's hard to then justify the moves that you make on a day to day basis. Um, so I think having the ability as a woman to say, OK, I have the support of a spouse and here are the things that I want to get done. Um, I can pick and choose some of the things that I want to get done. So that way I can balance work and life or, you know, you may be well, the woman do do that's that? not how do I do the balancing?
0: Yeah, because that's that's part of the issue that women are saying, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of women say i don't know how to have it all right and they're telling women you can't have it all right how do you balance
1: man i i I tell you i'm still working on trying to balance it because I feel like something is always going to suffer. There's always a deficit somewhere when you're trying to do many different things or you're trying to satisfy or appease different parties in your Mm -hmm. life. You know what I mean? So you think about pouring 100% into your marriage. Then it's like, okay, the kids might fall by the wayside or the career might fall by by the wayside. Or conversely, you have friends that you're just like, damn, I don't even get to see my friends anymore and have any girl time or some social time because I've been working and taking care of the family. So really just being deliberate, deliberate about balance Um, has helped a lot with me and really having to sift out my priorities. Like, okay, so where do things fall on the list? Sometimes I feel like you feel like you fall to the bottom of the list because it's like, well, Kadeen's here taking care of herself, her kids, you know, our kids and and her career. And then I fall to the bottom or reverse. Am I not at the bottom though? No, I'm 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 admitting to that. You feel like that sometimes and it's true. No, you said I
0: feel like that. You feel like that, but it's
1: true. Yeah, sometimes. And the reason I do that sometimes is because and it may be not the right thing, but I feel like, okay, Daval's an adult and he can understand understand mm-hmm. you know what I mean like he knows my plight he understands everything that I have to do so he can understand in this moment that okay Deval I'm gonna need you to just sit tight I gotta do xyz for work I got the kids I got this that and that you know has to be done but I can't always expect you to always be at the bottom of the that list either you know what true. I mean so I was gonna follow it up by saying and admitting yes I do put you at the bottom sometimes but there has to be a constant fluctuation of that list for me because everybody got to get a little love
0: no the reason why I asked is be, and I wanted I, the reason why I asked if you put me on the bottom sometime is because I want to ask how do you decide when I'm going to be at the bottom and when it's like you know what I got to give my husband some time because that's typically an issue for husbands right I don't get the, the liberty to say my wife gets to be at the bottom that's that is not allowed mm-hmm. in husbandhood to ever say my wife is at the bottom my wife always has to be at the top mm-hmm. with my job mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I, I focus on my wife I, if I focus on my job I focus on my wife and my kids you know what I'm saying because I, my kids Like, my kids, I can never put my kids in front of my wife because my wife takes care of my kids. Right. If you're not taken care of, the kids won't be taken care of.
1: And which is is why I feel like, you know, it sounds bad to say you're at the bottom and the kids are above you. But it's just like, they depend on me so much. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times the kids will just be like, but I I want mom. You know, but, so it's hard, but I have to also be conscious of how often have you been sitting at the bottom of the list? Has it been a couple of days? You know what I mean? And that's when I have to now factor in some time for us. So whether it's scheduling the night that we hang out together a little bit, we go to the movie. Well, when we could go to the movies, but right. having nights that are just designated or time slots that are designated for you. It really just became a matter of me reorganizing my life and reorganizing my schedule to just say, i'm gonna have to schedule in certain things so so though it may be bad people say like sometimes you gotta schedule in sex i forget who it was recently that talked I think about was Tia tmr Tia she schedules in sex or something in her i'm like sometimes you gotta schedule it. and it may not be sex time per se but it's just like this is husband time this is like jackson time like not trying to always lump the kids together then this is time where i have a, a commitment some things are more time sensitive than others like okay i have this content that's due by this date and i'm talking to our manager about it like it's really just trying to juggle and balance and trying to give myself grace and trying to also realize like some something is always gonna suffer to an extent but just doing the best that you can on a day-to-day basis and, now, and thankfully I have you and my mom to help me make that happen so I could never
0: say I do it alone I'm gonna say this in full transparency everything you talk about husbands been doing that I and, and I'm, I'm gonna say this people don't people act like for example even a husband that does work in the mom, the husband that does work in the the wife is at home. Mm-hmm. They act like the husband just be out working and come home and put his feet up and just sit back. Even when you weren't working, f- like doing a bunch of social media stuff and, and building your career out, when I used to come back from the gym after working 18 hours, I grabbed the kids. Right, you know but you mean? did that
1: because you wanted to still be dad and you wanted to have time with the kids. I'm not
0: saying I didn't like it, but what I'm saying is is that husbands have been doing both in the home and at work for mm-hmm. a long time and it's like, I know what my, I know when I have to prioritize.
2: Mm-hmm. You're
0: just starting to learn it, and I'm trying to hear your process because mm-hmm. I know what my process is. Right. I know what my process is because when the, from the time we got married, I knew I wanted to be a good husband, I wanted to be a good father, and I wanted to be a good businessman. So I could. There was never a point where I could put anybody. You know what I'm saying? Just be like, I'm going to just discard this for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not... And if you listen to old you school... You think...
1: You feel like I discard you for moments? I don't feel like I discard you. I may just have you, like, lower on the totem pole, like I said. Or I might have you like, okay, DeVal, like, I can't do X, Y, Z right now because I have this on my plate, but I don't think I ever discard you. You feel discarded?
0: Yes, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes.
1: That's I mean... Great. That's how you feel. That's how you feel.
0: I mean, you don't... I mean, you don't... I mean, you You honestly said just now that you feel like sometimes you put me at the bottom. And yeah, sometimes, sometimes I gotta I remind like, you. Yeah. Sometimes I gotta remind you that I've been at the bottom for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How often have you had to be had to remind me that I forgot about something? I'm very romantic.
1: Yeah, you have your moments. I'm
0: very romantic. <laughs>
1: you have your moments.
0: Yes, I don't. <laughs> I'm the one who said say we need to do a date night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm the one that makes sure that every birthday, every Christmas, you get something very special. Yeah,
1: I mean, but I've been, I plan date nights as well too. I plan time like without the kids and stuff like that. I've been doing that more too. But I think my schedule changes, and I've been. More a more aware of it now too because my schedule has fluctuated over the years with just being down from pregnancy, having kids coming back, then trying to like reintegrate into my career, and then trying to figure out how to get my career back up and running again, and then it's like being pregnant again, and it's like okay, you stop, and then it's trying to get back into it again. So there's many different reasons as to why I've had to be readjusting my schedule and my totem pole.
0: I'm saying okay, I said yes. Uh I'm just trying to have you speak on when do you like. For me I've never had Well to, I can
1: tell when you No. Are getting, right, getting fidgety. But hold on.
0: <laughs> what I'm saying is is that I've never been pregnant. Mm-hmm. I've never had to gain weight right. and lose weight. I've never had to be up breastfeeding. So for me as a husband, my my scheduling and what I've had to do, the I don't have the high peaks and low valleys that you've had as a woman mm-hmm. because of childbirth. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm saying I understand that. I want to hear your pre, your your process, I want you to talk about your process because I know what my process is. It's been kind of even keel for me Forever. Which is kind of it's been un, it's kind of <laughs> it's unfair if you think about it. it is. Being a husband, it is. you know, what I'm saying being a husband is kind of unfair because since because I have to go. Because people think I'm trying
1: to like use kids in as an excuse. Like I've seen that too sometimes. Like oh, Kadina's just like how how long is she gonna harp on her having three kids? But I mean, and I, I'm like I I feel like I'm not using it as an excuse. It's my reality. This is what it is. Like okay, I'm not pregnant anymore, and I've I've bounced back from that. Yes, I feel like now I'm starting to get a grasp on like okay the way things need to shift and move. But
0: okay, there needs to be some accountability here though. There needs to be some accountability. I haven't, we, been, ac- I haven't have, been. I'm not talking about just you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people in general. Okay. Right? We have friends who have one child, but have nannies, family come over, assistants. They have plenty of help. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to their husband, they're still tired. Like well, like no. Hold on hold not on invested, hold on. Though. But but hold on. All I'm saying is, it seems to me to be like a. I could throw this out that I had a baby and it's okay to disregard my husband for a while.
1: Well, and, no, I don't agree and, with that. and
0: in marriages, that's not cool because think about it, being a husband, I'm not allowed to use those things. I'm never allowed to say, baby, I worked 18 hours. I'm too tired to deal with this. Have you ever seen in any one of these posts or anything people say that they're like, well, give Deval a break. He's tired. You've never seen that.
1: You're allowed to be tired though. <laughs> like I, like yeah. I feel like if, if, if I, and, and sometimes I'm the one that has to say to you, Deval, cool your freaking jets. Like, you need to chill out for a second and relax. Like, I, I feel like I, I have to be that for you sometimes to create balance in your life because you'll be working Absol- yourself into an early grave.
0: Absolutely. But but my thing is, is that I'm trying to hear your process because the reason why I do work like that is because all of these things I'm trying to balance, father, husband, businessman, I'm trying to give all of them the same amount of energy, mm-hmm. which is tiring, but at the same time, I never had to give birth. So I understand that there's gonna be a difference between you and your process and mine because the peaks and valleys are different. So I'm admitting, you know what I'm saying, that imagine this. Imagine if I have all this stuff happening, right? In the middle of all of this happening, I had to have a major surgery and had to be bedridden for nine months. Mm
1: -hmm. God forbid.
0: God forbid, and I had to gain 30 to 40 pounds. Then on top of that, I had to come back from that injury. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then on all of that, I still have to try to balance. At some point, something's gonna happen. I'm well, really there, trying. There to goes he-
1: my process. You, you're talking about I, the process. That's right what I'm there. saying.
0: <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, I understand your process. I'm saying yeah. that I've been doing this. So m- hearing my process, I know what it is because I've never had that. It's been even mm-hmm. for you. It's totally different. It's the peak in the valley. So I'm trying to hear the, the process of like, what does a woman go through when?
1: This should be have- This should be exhausting this should be be, be tiring it's like it's, it's if it's not a physical tired it's just like a mental tired it's an emotional tired of trying to always figure out how to get everything done it, right. it's stressful as fuck like I can't even like that's just what it is it's what it is so it's more but,
0: stressful like a stressful tired than a phys- actual physical tired yeah
1: it's like a, it's like a, your mind could never turn off tired you know what I mean and you're the uh. same way you're the same way it may not always be like physically I have to go and sleep this off sometimes you're like bitch I can't sleep because I got a thousand things that I need can. to be done there's so time, yeah, I, I can't sleep so it's not the physical tired it's just like there's the pressure <laughs> of having to do all these different things and satisfy all these different people you want to satisfy the workplace you want to satisfy the kids you want to satisfy the husband and at some point something falters at some point you just never want to recover from that faltering though you want to be able to try to find a way to like oh before this hits rock bottom let me you know let me reel it in i just i'm just saying my aim is not to always make it you and my aim is not to always be like well deval can understand because he's an adult or deval can understand because he's my husband or deval understands my plight so therefore i just said i feel like i can't use that as an excuse when it comes to you
0: all right well the reason why I was trying to get your process because I wanted to tell how I try to help you in that process. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanna give, I want to give people a takeaway mm-hmm. because I feel like we have reached a point now after 10 years where we've kind of found a, 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 a moment where we're in a good vibe. Mm-hmm. right And what I've noticed is <clears throat> I wanted to hear your process because I wanted to.
1: So was I not clear about my process?
0: I mean, you didn't really give me a process. you just told me how you feel. But you didn't, you didn't give me a problem. Like you didn't say, I focus on this. This day, I focus on that. This is how I balance. Well, I'm
1: saying I schedule things. So I, <clears throat> I schedule things when I know, okay, first of all, when it comes to work and making money, finances, mm-hmm. right? Their are deadlines usually associated with that. So if Denora calls us and says, hey, Kay, you need content for this on that date. You have to host this on that date. Those to me are paramount because we got to live. We got to feed these kids.
2: So that's number right? one. So for the Boom. chances,
1: like those time commitments where I have those moments where I'm like, these things have to get done because that's when I, other people are having product. Instructions and it's not at my leisure that has to get done, right? Then there's certain things when it comes to the kids. For example, now that we're doing virtual learning at home, there's certain designated time slots that I dedicate to the children because they gotta learn. At this point, we're doing the best that we can when it comes to virtual learning. Jackson has his instructions. I work with the two little ones in conjunction with my mom because the kids, the kids gotta learn, right? Then after that, Part of my self-care, I think, goes into work because I'm on camera a lot. So if it comes down to Kadine having to go get her eyebrows done, her nails done, her hair, whatever it is, that kind of spills into some of my work life stuff. So I'll have to schedule appointments for that because so these three. are a lot of things that depend on other people's schedule as well, Okay, right? And then, of course, there's DeVal. So DeVal is in the house for the most part. I feel like I'm more deliberate now because you're traveling. So now I feel like, okay, there's things that I'm gonna have to move around with DaVal being home. So I try to make the most out of the time that we have when we are together. So I'm willing to, you know, okay, I'm not gonna get my nails done or whatever whatever today. Some things will have to then be put to the side because I know DaVal's gonna be home for a certain amount of time and I wanna give him my undivided attention in this moment. So when you're at home though, more consistently, that tends to be a little bit more hairy for me because I'm like, oh, well, devouts here. And I sometimes take for granted the fact that you're there. So I'm like, oh, if I can't get to devout today with something, for example, say we were planning a date night and then we don't do it, then I feel like, all right, well, I have another time to then do that later. You know? Okay. So that's that's
0: scheduling so for me. There's the process. Loosely. There's a reason why I asked. I wanted the process. Okay, you know, got you. Because you, you
1: kept saying process, process. I'm like, what because more process I wanted, you want?
0: No, because I wanted the you details. You wanted, detail I wanted the details. I wanted the details. Okay. Sometimes I'll be asking you for details and you be telling me how you feel. Like, <laughs> like what the, what the fuck? Like, I just asked for the process. <laughs> like, for the process. All right, you, you got to frame Make your
1: question right so I know what the fuck you talking Oh, it was about. my question. Right. It was the question.
0: Okay, okay. okay. Anyway, the reason why I asked, I put things in order. Business, kids, self-care, devout. One, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with any of these. And then five this.
1: is everything else, like friends, family, et yada, right. cetera. Yada. Mm-hmm.
0: I have no problem with any of these, right? So what I'm telling you is how I, as a husband, try to help you mm-hmm. so that I am not always last. Okay. Right? So, for example, with business,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you don't know this, but we have the same manager, mm-hmm. right? I don't know that? No, I'm talking about the people listening. <laughs> no, Y'all don't know this. Y'all don't know this. We have the same manager. Right. What I'll do is, as your husband, not as your business partner, i do this as your husband, and it, it's a little bit different because we are husbands. Right. That's a daughter.
1: struggle in itself.
0: But as a husband, I'll be like, yo, Denora, what does she have to do for i Z? I'll get a lot of other stuff done that I know could be tedious to you. For example, if you have to create something, you have to make a creative for uh Yes, for some like content or a brand. I'll make the creative for it. And you, that's your strength. Right. So that's when I relinquish if it, it has all to, to you. Be, if it has to be edited. I'll edit it. Yes. Right. So that'll take away, and I do that as a husband, not as a business partner. The oh, same really? way. The same way. If you work as a CEO of a company, your husband would be supportive of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, for us, it gets hairy because we work together. Yeah. But I don't do that as a business partner. I do that as a husband because. Right. I know that I'm good at that, so that's something I do. So, boom. Okay, cool. That's I thought you did I'll that
1: do. as a business partner because you like you want our content to look good and be good. So, you know. No, I know you. Either figure way, it out. gets done, which is great because that's that's like I said, Devout laughs at me all the time, And I say that's not my ministry. That's right. not my ministry. That's not what I do. Like I can be on air talent, I can host, I can act, but I'm not doing the behind the scenes stuff. So, right.
0: So, I yeah. know. I know that you'll get it done eventually. But I know that if I wait for you to get it done eventually, that number four, which is me, that's less time time. for me. So as a husband, it's like if I help you in this area, Mm -hmm. I can get more time. Number four gets bumped up, right? So boom, that's business. I help out where I can in the business without stepping on your toes because I don't want you to feel like I'm hovering. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then with the kids, I know for for example with Jackson, I can help with Jackson. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to his distance learning, I got Jackson a tutor a math tutor. Mm -hmm. I handle all of his distance learning so that you can take that off your plate. You know, and Mimi's helping with Cairo, Mm -hmm. so that leaves you with Mm Cass. So I try to find ways to help with the kids. This way, you can have more time. Once again, if the is number four, Mm -hmm. I helped with the business, I helped with the kids, Mm -hmm. boom, the vow moves up. Then it comes to self-care. I love self-care for you. You know how I feel. I've been telling you from the time we were younger, I don't care how much it costs for you to get a facial, or your nails done or Manny Petty. Or if you have to curl your hair for me. Or if I gotta curl your hair, <laughs> I am all for it yeah. because I can't I can't say to you, I love I love the kadine that I fell in love with and then not help you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Plus I know self care helps you feel better about yourself.
1: Oh, absolutely. And
0: when you feel better about We're being yourself being more deliberate about that as lady. Self care. Right. When you feel better about yourself, mm-hmm. you are more open. To allowing me to indulge in you feeling better about yourself <laughs> so actually
1: so, number three and number four kind of intermingled. yes because self-care helps. i
0: reap the benefits of self-care <laughs> but what, what i'm trying to point out is, is showing this is that when you're redefining marriage right mm-hmm. as a husband it is not i take care of the bills i pay for this i sit back and let her figure everything else out as a husband i still have to find ways to help out other ways that can help push me from being number four Mm -hmm. to get it. Because I'm going to be number four regardless. But if number four in the beginning of the day was only going to get an hour, but I decided that I'm going to create your business plan Mm -hmm. for your next shoot, Whoop, there we go, I got now I got two hours. If I help with Jackson's distance learning and stuff, oh, I get another two hours and 30 minutes. If I, you know, pay for you yeah. to get some self-care, make sure that's done, now you feel better. Those two hours and 30 minutes are more well spent than the stressed out hour yeah. that we would have got. Well, also you know what being I'm the
1: woman that is part of the group of women that are like, okay, now I'm out here, like being able to pull my weight and contribute to the household and all that. I kind of feel like you can put yourself up right next to number one when it comes to me doing work because that then helps bring money into the household, because it all goes to one pot ultimately. And I've said to you before, sometimes when you feel like you're in this rat race trying to like, you know, take all the gigs and everything, sometimes I feel like I want you to be able to have self-care moments, which you don't have often, and I want to be able to be that for you. So I was like, all right, if I'm now focusing on a project that can bring in X amount of dollars, then that might give you the opportunity to just say, you know what, all right, well, Kate got it this month. I no. can take a little... You won't do it. No. I know you won't do it. I was no. trying to pose it that way, but...
0: No. Listen. <laughs> I know you won't I, do it. I if you If you could say to me, "You know what, Deval, you want a fourth baby, you can carry this baby, and I could take on carrying the baby, then I'd say, "Fine, you could take on paying the bills for this month, but you can't do that.
2: Mm-hmm. There's certain
0: things that you have to do that I cannot do. Yeah, so when it comes to paying the bills and making the money, it, this past year, you've made more money in this past year than you ever made in your life. Mm-hmm. And my bills still paid all. My money still paid all of the bills because that is just what it is. Your money, you can do whatever you want to do with it. I don't. I really don't care. I, I and the, another thing too is I'm not the type of person that gives shit about a bunch of materialistic things. No, you don't. So You're money right. for money to me is not the be all, the end all. As long as you my rather family, time with me, I'd rather time. Right. And as long as I'm, I'm the guy that will go out to eat, and I'll have on flip flops and socks <laughs> and sweaters, and Kay will be decked out because these are the things that she likes. Y'all but I have I know. to see
1: us coming out of the <laughs> the closet together. <laughs> i was like oh, i would have dressed down too but i mean nowadays i just feel like too i want to be able to dress up and look nice because I i'm going out you with you good. so i
0: love when you look good you know my, my father also told me this is another jewel my father gave me and my uncle kevin my mm-hmm. father, uncle kevin um the true value of a man is seen through the smile on the woman on his arm the both of them have said that makes so that much sense me. and then for and you then my, mean, when and i mean and look at you. my mom like yeah. when i think about my yeah. mom my father worked three jobs at one point right he drove a 1989 Cougar when we first moved to Canarsie. He bought my mom a red Corsica. She ran over a pothole, messed it up. Brought my mom a champagne brand new Honda Accord. Got into an accident on the borough, messed it up. Brought her an Acura Legend. And then in between those times, brought me a Maxima and my brother a Honda Accord. He still drove the 1989 Cougar. That's just my father. Mm-hmm. That's just the way he is. That's the guy he is. My, my mom always came first. My mom always had mink coats. My mom always had jewelry. My father wore the same shoes and took the train to work to make sure that he could make sure that we all had the things we had. I I don't care what people say about the patriarchy and we need to stop this. You are never going to be the provider in this family. That's just what I, I take honor in that. I take honor in that. That's just what it is. So there are certain things that's just a deal breaker for me. I don't care if, if I got to work three, four jobs. I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Alright. I mean I hey, I appreciate that. I love you for that. It works for us. Right. Because we're able to you know what I mean? We're able to give each other what we need. But you know, I it's still continuously when life kicks in there's well, you took me on vacation. That the, no, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, You took that, me on this well,
0: extravagant I, vacation. The
1: reason why I said that I I can push DeVal up to like finance with, you can kind of be in line with finance is because by me also working, I can then know that you need to tap out at some points and be like, DeVal, you've been going nonstop for this amount of time. Right. It's time for you to step back and take a break. No, I and I'm going to help you do that. You know what I mean? Um, and it's it's just necessary. It's necessary when it comes to the teamwork involved. No, um, it, it, is,
0: it is necessary, and the thing is, you've gotten so much better with money now that I remember, um, yes, it's, it, it, this is funny. This is funny, people. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kadeem.
2: Wait, what story is this This, is, this is the recent story, story, about,
0: story you times, buying a, about you buying a bag, right?
1: Oh, I was looking at this bag that I wanted to get, yeah.
0: Now, you've, you've worked your tail off over the past three years to be able to make really good money. But you still, when it comes time to purchase things, you have this uncomfortable relationship with holding on because we came from a place where we had lost everything. Right. And it's like I'm trying to get you out of that mindset right. of feeling like. If y'all
1: see me with new drip, it's because DeVal made me buy it because <laughs> I won't buy it for myself.
0: And, and this is another. And this is a thing. I'll say all these things about me not caring about material things because I don't want them. I don't. But when it comes to you, I don't mind you dressing nice and having nice things because I know that you like nice things and I want to be able to give you those things. You know what I'm saying? It is, it's also an important part of marriage too. Like I feel comfortable knowing that if I had to rely on my wife for finances, that she there.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's,
0: there's a comfort in knowing that. Right. I, I can go out there and bust my ass right. knowing that if I fell ill, if, if I got sick, if I couldn't provide the way I needed to provide, my wife got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't discredit that. And there's a value in millennial marriages Marrying someone with earning potential. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I was saying?
1: about to say, because there's a, there's a comfort now for women who want to go out there yes. and be out there working and busting their tail and still coming home and being wife and, and being mom. Like There's a comfort in that because there's this tag team that's happening with millennial marriages where we're yes. we're making it comfortable and we're making it okay to be able to live in your purpose, whatever they, that may be. If your career is your purpose, you have a spouse that's someone here to support you through that purpose. And that's probably in part of why the divorce rate is going down. There's an intentional... Yes. Yes.
2: Intentional
1: yes. decision that's going into finding a spouse, A. And B, when you do find that spouse, there's an intentional desire and effort put into trying to balance everything to make it possible to stick together.
0: I you just, you definitely touched on something there talking about it being intentional. We are both intentional about marriage.
1: Yes. That's fair to say. You know what I'm saying? For sure.
0: We are but we're also intentional about the business. Mhm. Of marriage. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, you said something to me. We um we created. This is just a little a little tidbit about about people looking to do things. We created an, an LLC and an S corp, but we also have to take salaries for the LLC and the in the S corp, so that you know we pay taxes and things of that nature and put money away for the 401k. So yep. the we billions. had to do all of this, and Kay got her salary, and she was like, "Oh, good. So now I can put this money away for investments," and I'm like, "Wow." Thirty-six year old. Okay, the first thing you said was you can put this money away yep. for investments. Mm-hmm. Y- when we first met, you never talked about investments.
1: No, I didn't know about it. I thought money grew on trees. And what you mean?
0: This is the crazy. <laughs> but this is the crazy <laughs> part, though. You had little did you know the money that funneled into the S corp and the LLC was already funneled down into an investment account where taxes were taken out, Mm -hmm. your 401k was taken out, Mm -hmm. and additional money for investments was already taken out. So the money that you got in that salary was just money for you to just do what you wanna do. I have the same thing that's happening for me. Right. But even in that, there's a comfort in me knowing like, dang, I got a woman who's thinking long term.
1: Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure, one thing you definitely did was teach me a lot about (laughs) financing over the years. And like you said, it took moments of us having nada to then recover from that, so listen at this point I feel like marriage partnership whatever y'all have going on is definitely it's like all hands on deck yes it's all hands on deck who's better equipped in that moment do it you know what I mean and having a plan having a Mm -hmm. plan because the plan is sometimes not just the plan for the marriage but the plan is then incorporating the plans for your careers and that that's also going to play a part in the marriage and the effect it has on it. Your plan as parents, that has an effect on it. There's so many different subcategories that then will affect the marriage part. So redefine that joint as many times as you need to and not curtailing it to anyone else's. That Those are like Yo,
0: major takeaways. Could you imagine if we weren't really willing to redefine our marriage when I first got cut and you had to go back to work in MAC so that we could, one, have insurance, because mm-hmm. we were having a baby, mm-hmm. but number two, help pay the rent,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Could you imagine if I was just like, nah, I'm not letting you do that.
2: <laughs> right. Think
0: about how hard. We wouldn't have had no insurance. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have had no insurance. And, I, and because you were working, I was able to put money aside so that when things came out, we could continue to grow the business. But could you imagine if we weren't willing to redefine that, if we were just stuck in our own traditional ways, or me personally was just stuck Right, and not saying, all right, baby, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Or and do if I that. was
1: like, well, my grandmother stayed home all day with the kids, so I'm like, what do you mean work? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, that's just what it is, and it's no knock on people who want to stay home and be the stay at home mom or the stay at home dad. Like, somebody got to be there with the kids, and somebody. if it's not, if it's not, you know, if it's if it's not you, you would have to go hire an nanny, and then you have to think about the expense of that. You know right. what I mean? Right. But it's just like, do what makes you happy, and do what makes you, what works for your relationship like some people are very happy being at home some people are more happy feeling like they can go to work they can work their hours and then they come back home a happier person because they were able to have you know interaction with other people and they were able to be away from home for a little bit yeah. to then come back yeah. home and then you know feel refreshed so baby boy baby girl do what works for you okay. well,
0: listen we're gonna take a quick break come back listen to some listener letters because I know that's your favorite part of mm-hmm. some people's business but first we gotta pay some bills so that we can continue to get paid. All right, so check out these ads, and we'll be right back after this.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times, when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family.
0: That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively.
1: And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down.
0: If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule.
1: Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp.
0: Visit betterhelp.com slash deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash deadass. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered.
1: When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day.
0: I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here... They're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion.
1: That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you.
0: Hey, what's good, y'all. I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand That Black people are not a monolithic people.
1: That is a fact. And the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth.
0: Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective.
2: All right, guys, we're back now. Had to go pay some bills. All right, yes, it's expensive we're
0: gonna get
1: in to letters. I love all like the haikus and the sonnets that we have coming in here. Do you see this?
0: And this is this is a big listener letter.
1: This is a long one. Oh, it's two of them, but they're two still pretty. They're pretty hefty. All right, I'll take the you first to one. You gonna
0: go first? Okay. Yeah. Okay, hey, first off, I love what you two are doing, and I admire it. Thank, Thank you so you. much. We love you, and we appreciate you. Yeah. I'm coming from the great city of Memphis, Tennessee. Tennessee. I grew up in uh, Morristown, Tennessee every oh, summer.
1: Memphis. Isn't that where we went for St. Jude? Yes, we went to St. Jude Tennessee. Yeah,
0: cool. And I've been listening for going on 2 years now. Now my question. Uh, I wanted to know am I being difficult or is there some reason to or is there some reason to my madness? My girlfriend and I have been together for 2 years. We recently celebrated our second anniversary. Well, I I'm, love
1: when guys write in.
0: I know, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I'm 32, and she is 31. She has one daughter, 12, from a previous relationship, and I have a son, three, from a previous relationship. We always talk about marriage, which is definitely in the works, and we already live together. We all love each other. Uh, We all love each other. Our kids get along, and we love each other's kids as our own. This somewhat issue comes to play when she talks about having a child together. I feel that we are good. We got the best of both worlds. My girlfriend, on the other hand, has moments of baby fever. Pretty much what's holding me back is... um is number one naming the child and number two we have two different ways of parenting Mm. i'll focus on the naming part her family has a tradition of of newborn child taking the grandparents first name as a middle as a middle (laughs) name this i know this is hilarious to me boys would take the grandfathers and the girls would take the grandmothers i specifically did not make my son a junior because i feel that the child should have a name unique to them this sounds like us does this not sound like us Uh, like, Junior, because I feel that the child should have a name unique to them so they can make their own name in this world. Then, I'm not the biggest fan of her father, not to get too in-depth, but he <laughs> reminds me of my father, and my father has His 10 kids. His father's in quotes. Ooh, and my father mm. has 10 kids. Wow. Mm. He's a good dad to her and her siblings, but he has a few traits that give me cause to not name my son if I had a boy after him. Okay. For me, it's a complete no-go. For her, she likes the tradition we are at an impasse, even though it would be later down the line. What are your thoughts?
1: Okay. So he, she has baby face fever like DeVal does. <laughs> um, okay. So I love tradition, but I do feel like when you meet someone and then you create your own family that you can then take on your own traditions. Yeah. So I'm an advocate because I don't care for the junior situation. I'm an advocate for... Creating your own tradition, and at that point, saying, "You know what, babe? I understand that this is your family's tradition. However, is this something, somewhere way we can compromise on this? Because is it pretty much that? Is it that the grandparents, the child takes the the middle name will be the grandparents' name?
0: It don't matter to me what name he's talking about. This was a this was a topic of contention for me and Kadeem because I wanted to name Kaz DeVal.
2: Mm-hmm. and
0: Kadeem didn't want to name him DeVal. and I was pissed. <laughs> Because I'm like, yo, like, we had, at that point, mean, we had two nice kids. Name. We had two kids at that point. And I named Jackson, and we collectively named Cairo. But we agreed on those names. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if it's a boy, I wanted his name to be devout. I'm like, this was going to be our last child. Mm-hmm. I have no namesakes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she was just like, I don't want people going to call him Junior. They don't call him well, Junior. But in my
1: family, Junior, junior. <laughs> where's Junior? Where little, little Junior were in there? there? That, that's, that's all I could hear is my, my family.
0: <laughs> And I'm like, so I can't name my son after me because of <laughs> what your family gonna well, call no, him? That I was just done. No, to it me. wasn't
1: just because of the, name, the way they would call him, but I also too just believe the same thing. I feel like kids should have their own names and their own their own identities, and when and I, I was not opposed to Kaz being Kaz Deval, you mm-hmm. know. And um, he was Kaz Deval for a couple of hours of his life, and yes. then we changed it after the fact. But I mean, you had your moment, bro. <laughs> You did it.
0: Listen, yeah, you had your moment. This is what I'll tell y'all. I would not have kids because of the name. Yeah, I would not I would I not, would not, have, not have kids. Right. Yeah, I would have not not have kids mm-hmm. because we can't agree on the name. Clearly, you both love being parents. Yeah. Um, I wish he would have spoken more about what the differenting what differenting parent styles are.
1: Yeah, that scene might would be, might be more of the that pressing be, that pressing seems to topic, be more of a yeah. pressing
0: topic. But the name, y'all will get over the name once the baby gets here. Right. Y'all will name the baby, and I if mean, it's a
1: middle name, a lot of people don't even really use their middle name on a day to day basis right. either. You know, right. so
0: freaking y- your mother was pissed that I named Cairo Shakur. And I had to put my foot down. Let me tell y'all something. Sometimes, dude, you got to put your foot down. Right? And be like, hey, everybody shut up. Right? <laughs> we named Cairo. More or less, that's we, what
1: Deval said. <laughs> yo,
0: we named Cairo. And I was like, I like Cairo Shakur. He was born on September 13th. Tupac is one of the people that I admire so much as an artist. And I was like, you know, September 13th, 2007 was when he died. I was like, this was the 20th anniversary of when he was born. So I'm like, yo. We're going to name him Cairo Shakur, and your mother was just like, Shakur, Shakur, <laughs> Shakur, and people are going to think he's a gangster and a thug. <laughs> I was like, what?
1: What are you talking yeah, about? My mom was all wiling She was like, "His name is going to be associated with violence and guns." And I was like, "Mom, I was like, what? Is, what is you mom talking about? Do you about? even know who Tuba Shakur is?" I said, "She don't know anybody past Barris Hammond and Bob Marley." I know. All, Have a seat. It's okay. We'll be all right. I mean, and to be honest, I wasn't crazy about Shakur just because I wasn't crazy about the name Shakur. But then when yeah. I figured out that the meaning behind the name and then how it f- flowed with Cairo and everything it was just perfect i put so. my
0: foot down y'all yeah and that long story short that was just like my name. Yeah, that's gonna be his name i ain't trying to hear nothing i
1: liked man. another name for the middle but i was like all right well and then also too that's another picking battle situation like he felt strongly about that yeah. i was on the fence so it's like all right bro we gonna rock with you because you feel strongly about it Pinky what battles. if i'm gonna go fight about that like i ain't have no better suggestions i mean i did have a name that i liked but i was like whatever like what, you kind, know. what name you had um what was the name i had for cairo i think it was jameson
0: Jameson I had that's like not Jameson. a bad name. I'd like Cairo know.
1: Jameson and you were like, yeah.
0: He'd have been an alcoholic. But um
1: <laughs> no, don't put that on my <laughs> baby. No, no. I rebuke that in the name of
0: Jesus. But your mother your mother be finding and- issue with everything she would have been the one to be like jameson like the liquor, the liquor <laughs> she, jameson. she totally would have <laughs> and
1: don't be making my mom sound you be making my mom sound crazy <laughs> i mean you're not far off but she be sounding your crazy mother,
2: your mother crazy
1: so yeah bro i mean thanks for writing and appreciate it and i say you know traditions they made to have their own twists. so yeah. like me Twisted i put my tradition. christmas tree up October 1st this year. What? <laughs> I don't care about this this <laughs> tradition that is Christmas. I'm going to put heard. my tree up when I feel like putting my tree up. And then what? Talk
0: about it. And talk then what? About, talk about it, Ellis. And
1: then what? And then Thug my husband life. was like, oh, we putting the tree up. All right, I'm going to rock with you because you feel strongly about this tree going up on October
0: 1st. Got your back. Thanks. Kadeem Shakur. Facts, bro. Just call me Shug Knight. <laughs> Got your back.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. On to our second, <laughs> second listener letter. I'm not going to... Use my name because sometimes my wife (laughs) listens to your (laughs) podcast. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Anonymous. So I'm just going to say I'm G. Hi, G. I've been married. And we have two from guys today. That's this is up. nice. I've been married for seven years and together with my wife for eight. We've been through so much in our marriage from evictions. My parents giving my wife verbal and emotional abuse because they don't like her
2: yeah.
1: because they don't like her. That's not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's just the way people phrase yeah. these things sometimes. Um, Unemployment. Her having COVID-19 like everything. Oh, my goodness. And still yeah. rolling. Wow. I hope she's better. Yeah. Back in February. She said she wanted to separate because life is too much right now and marriage shouldn't be this hard. We just moved into an apartment together because I thought we were trying to work it out, but apparently she's just saving her money to leave. Mm. I say let's try one more time. Don't quit. But she says she's tired of trying. Recently, she even started talking to her ex after not talking to him for eight years. She swears that they're just friends, but man, come on, really? Mm. I want to keep trying, but she keeps saying, why? I'm 30 and she's 31 and we have a six-year-old son. Do I try or give up? Oh, bro.
2: It's tough.
0: The first thing I'll say is... That just gave me goosebumps. This has been a tough year for a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, Marriage is going to be tough. right? I'm going to say that, right? Mm -hmm. But marriage is also a lot of fun. But what I will say this is these past eight months because of COVID has been extremely tough. Mm -hmm. And all I want to say is, is this is an anomaly. You know, like we're not going to be going through a pandemic and like like we're going through a pandemic. This is not something that's going to be the new normal. Mm -hmm. You can't base your relationship or your family or your love life on what's happened in the last eight months. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to make a decision moving forward, don't let these past eight months be a litmus test. Now, the one thing he did say that was kind of concerning was he said she asked for a separation in February, mm-hmm. which means that was before the pandemic. Before
1: the pandemic, yes, I noticed that. So she
0: asked for a separation, and then the pandemic hit, which made it worse, And um, which means there was issues before, and I can tell you exactly what the issue is. If your parents were verbally and physically abusive to your wife... Oh, uh, verbally and emotionally. verbally and emotionally abusive to your wife, bro... You dropped the ball, cause Kadena and I. If there's one thing that Kadena and I say when we have issues within our family, yo, you, you, my wife, like, they don't have to check that, mm-hmm. and she'll say like, no, you, my husband, she got to come first. I know that's your parents, but you can't let anybody emotionally or verbally abuse your wife. That's just a no go. That's a no go, bro. I don't know how long it went on, but I don't care if they don't like your wife. That's part probably the reason why. She feels like, you know, this has to be over, Mm -hmm. not getting support from him.
1: And also, too, getting he said they've been together for um, for eight Eight years, years. married seven. So that's quite a bit of a long time. You guys have a lot of history. And like he said, evictions and so many different things that they've been through together. Um, The concerning part for me, though, is like her talking to her ex after eight years like is this the ex that you know how sometimes people say there's the one yeah. that got away or the one that you just you, there's like a one a lingering wonder of like what would have happened if we were together i'm mm-hmm. wondering if something like that has happened with her and this ex and if there's like some sort of rekindling happening or if there's something going on where you know he may be that shoulder to cry on because she's going through something right now
0: well let's do the I, I wonder line. if that
1: impacts let's
0: do the timeline they've been together eight years got married They've been married for seven, which means they've only known each other for a year and then got married. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got married for that year, thought marriage was going to be something that it wasn't, mm-hmm. and they've been working on it. It, it. And then they have a six-year-old. So think about it. They well, met look, each other, and they
1: and he's thirty and she's thirty-one.
0: You see what I'm saying? So seven years, eight together. years.
1: That's twenty. That's early twenty. Twenty-three.
0: So twenty-three. Yeah. You meet somebody. You're together for a year. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four. You get married. You have a baby at 25 because the baby's six. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So now
0: all of these life changes happened in the first four or five years of their marriage,
1: right? And we're talking about this—the 20s. We just spoke right. about how the 20s are a crazy time for us.
0: They didn't really know each other. Yeah, they didn't. And it they probably like changed. They changed. It seemed like they changed. It yeah. really does seem like they changed. Yeah. And um, I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna throw in some context. This may not be the case, but if y'all knew each other, got married, had a baby your parents, especially that early, your parents probably didn't like her because your parents probably foresaw something between y'all that was moving too fast. Mm. That doesn't give them the right to disrespect her because you chose her as your wife but they probably saw something yeah. that you couldn't see because they're your parents. Right, yeah, usually and parents
1: see the writing on the wall before you do. So kind of like with, with your mom my, and mom. my mom and your mom. Yeah, both were just kind of like, you guys just need to be individuals. You know, you're, you're I make too fun fast. Of them. Like, I make fun of them, but, we, we do, they, but be they be knowing. They be knowing. They be. Your mother
0: be knowing. As much mm-hmm. as I make fun of Mimi, and you know I love you, Mimi, mm-hmm. your mother be knowing.
2: Mm-hmm. And my
0: mother, as much as I make fun of her in the tight face, and she be like, <laughs> devour, <laughs> slow down. Come on, you know, did I miss the wedding? You know, what's going on? <laughs> they be knowing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, maybe right. he just needs to reevaluate, Every... you know, if, if, if this is what he wants to do because um, he's still young. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first five years of our marriage was tough. Yeah, it was tough. It was the first five years was tough. Tumultuous, so it was tumultuous, to say the least. But we also had we were, eight years prior to that to get true. to know each
1: other. And also, too, we were like diehard invested in making it work, too. Yeah. You know, And if she seems like she kind of clocked out for whatever yeah. the reasons may be, it could be one thing, it could be a compilation of things. I think it's worth having a very open, open and candid conversation with her, bro, and just seeing like, yo, this is where things are. I understand that in our 20s, it was rough. We had a lot of different things happening. Um, you know, if you are willing to put the work in to move forward, you know, see if she's willing to meet you there.
2: Yeah.
0: And if not, know? respect her space, move yeah. on and build build a happy life with you and your son mm-hmm. if, if possible. And be
1: able to be co-parents that right. can be amicable at least in agreeing on how you're going to raise your son. So uh,
0: Because working things out just for the sake of the child typically does not work out. Exactly. You know? So yeah, and the they, kids know. The kids know. Yeah,
1: yeah. they know. So, so good luck to you, bro. Pray for this you name. Know? Yeah both of our guys that wrote in today thank you yeah. guys so much i love when i hear that guys are listening as well i hope yes. y'all listen to the girls episode too because they were fun
0: it was fun y'all were hilarious we I were funny
1: that was a good that was a good group y'all were <laughs> all right guys um so if you want to be featured as one of our listener letters you know the deal Go ahead and email us, uh, deadassadvice at gmail.com.
0: That's D-E-A-D-A-D-V-I-C. No, you always miss I the S. You always miss the s. I I just called you dead advice. My bad. I never <laughs> miss the s. You know that, baby.
1: Come on. Let
0: <clears throat> me try that again. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com.
2: Dot com.
1: All right. So, uh, moment of truth when it comes to redefining marriage and all that stuff. I think my biggest one is not being afraid to redefine what marriage looks for like for us. I think sometimes my problem is that I get into this routine of wanting things to be a certain kind of way and I have it that way in my mind and then it never pans out to be what it is. So being realistic in what my goals are on a day-to-day basis and reassessing what this totem pole looks like for me um, is very important and realizing that I have to make a conscious effort to also make sure that you feel the love <laughs> that I have for you all the time i don't need it to be no deficits and honestly i need to make sure that i'm aware of where those those priorities are lying and that's something i've been working on because i feel like we've been in a good space recently. we have been in a good
0: space
2: you so have been, you've i would been like deliberate. to keep
1: it yes i've been very deliberate that's the word mm-hmm. i like that word i've been very deliberate with where i'm placing my time lately and knowing that some things are going to have to wait and where i used to be like you know what damn work can't wait because it's work Nah. no sometimes my sanity is priceless my husband's sanity and our time together is priceless so that's how I'm redefining my shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, my moment of truth is I want to speak particularly to guys who grew up in an old school type of marriage Um, being an alpha male and trying your hardest to be a provider doesn't mean that you control your wife it means that you control everything around her so that she can make choices to help herself and help you be the better version of yourself that you can be.
2: I like that. That's controlling what Controlling
0: is, everything around her. Control everything around her. So she can her.
1: be what she needs to be. That
0: really, that to me, that, that. Really, that really shows your ability as an alpha. My wife can, like I got, I got everything around my wife and my wife feels comfortable moving around. I'm controlling all of that. As opposed to trying to control her I control everything around her so she can move freely. Because if she can move freely, and she can do the things she wants, ultimately that love's going to come back to you. And that's been working. That's why I that's think we've why been we've in been a better right. space. And yeah, and that's how. You that's know? how,
1: in turn, us women can just be happier with the spaces that mm-hmm. we're in, knowing that we do have the autonomy over our lives to be able to do a little bit of this and do a little bit of that, and do it well to make ourselves happy. And in turn, that happy just spills all over. And
0: I'll say this: when you when you create the space around your wife. Your wife will spoil you. My wife spoils me. Now that I found, <laughs> I found that that nice area to where I help her do a little this thing there and that little thing. and she spoils me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like these things that happen, and i would be like, Oh, that was nice. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. So, you know? You know. Plus, plus, it's just it's just be it's, it's part I of, being, you. You a it. it's part of mean, being a man. Love Deserve it. Absolutely. I mean,
1: as the saying goes, I take care of you. You take care of us. Absolutely. That ass
0: ass baby <laughs> listen
1: alright be
0: sure to find us on social media that's Dead Ass the podcast
1: and of course you know where to find me Kadeen I am
0: and I am DeVal and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate review and subscribe
1: yes sir thank y'all for listening love
0: y'all deadass ass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble Follow the podcast on social media at Dead the Podcast and never miss a thing.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the
0: difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are, and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule.
1: It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
0: You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.